Glory to Jesus Christ. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their histories, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is a story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith, courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, your host. On another interesting Sunday in the Byzantine liturgical calendar, this is the Sunday of the Holy Fathers of the Seventh Ecumenical Council. Now, it's interesting how in the liturgical calendar of the Byzantine Church, we set apart the Seventh Ecumenical Council. There are six other great councils before this that are celebrated basically together, but this one stands by itself. It's the council that vindicated, finally, the Church's ability to paint its theology in its dogma, its scripture, in images, in iconography. And today, is that Sunday, the Holy Fathers of the Seventh Ecumenical Council, we, of course, have many prayers that express the meaning of the feast, the theology of it. And just to give an example, here's one that's rather a bit of a tongue twister, but it's full of meaning. O fathers, you are the true shepherds who expelled from the Savior's fold the Macedonians and the Nestorians, the followers of Eftichnus and Dioscorus, Apollinarius, Sibelius, and Severus, because they became devouring wolves hidden in the skins of lambs. Since you expose those wretched ones, we truly honor you. Well, as you can see, the Eastern churches, the Eastern mind doesn't fool around, especially when it comes to the true faith. These rather difficult names to pronounce were names that were references to those who were responsible for certain heresies over the centuries, and especially heresy that had to do with what we call the iconoclast heresy. So, these names are forever written in the dogma and the prayer of the church. They are forever scorned. <laughs> but basically what it is, it's celebrating this victory of the fathers of the church under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And we call this the Seventh Ecumenical Council. Ecumenism, of course, means the bringing together of the whole church, East and West, and in these cases, these cases of the councils, it was to hash out, to finalize the true teaching on some part of the church's teaching that was confused or under attack by different heresies. In this day and age, we are very ecumenically conscious. In other words, we seek unity in the church and certainly in the world today. We certainly need to strive for unity in and out of the church now more than ever. Certainly, ecumenism was one of the great priorities and still is one of the great priorities of the recent popes, John Paul II, Benedict XVI, and certainly our current Pope Francis. But just like charity, ecumenism, or better understanding of one another, begins at home. 
begins within the church itself, the Catholic Church. It's one of the reasons why I have this program called Light of the East, is to help, as St. John Paul II said in his apostolic letter, Orient Hamilumen, to help the greater understanding of the whole church, especially the eastern lung of the church. There are many different expressions of the one same Catholic faith. Most of them are in the eastern lung of the church. Not all, but most of them are. And they are not as well known, especially in the Western world, in the Western lung of the church. So it's always significant whenever certain attempts are made to make the Eastern churches more well known. In other words, to start ecumenism, and I put that in quotes because ecumenism means people who are in different churches coming together, who maybe are not in union with each other. But So I put that in quotes, but it's the beginning of it. It's good to start that in our own home. Just like charity begins at home, so too does greater understanding and ecumenism begin at home. One of those efforts recently is worth presenting here in Light of the East. It was called Crossing the Universe, the Faces of Catholicism. And this occurred on Saturday, September 13th through Sunday, September 14th. It was an all-night vigil, and it was hosted by St. John Chrysostom Byzantine Catholic Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Again, it was called Crossing the Universe, the Faces of Catholicism, the Catholic Church, one faith, one cross, diverse in rites and traditions. It was a significant event in its own way, and we're happy today to have someone who was an eyewitness to it, who participated in it, and even documented it, and we'll be hearing some of that audio on our program today. We welcome one of our great, great friends here at Light of the East, Jack Figo. Jack, glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever, Father. Good to be with you again. Well, good to have you here. So tell us about this. I gave a little lead into it, but tell us more in detail about this crossing the universe, the faces of Catholicism. Well, it, as you said, it was uh, quite a historic, I think, event in that many, many rites of the Catholic Church were brought together under one roof and in back-to-back, almost back-to-back services through a literally all-night vigil from 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon all the way up until 12 noon Sunday, there were some 14 different services from about eight or nine different rites of the Catholic Church. It was uh, truly uh, amazing to, to experience all of these services. I must admit the, the, the ones in the middle of the night at 3 and 4 in the morning were not very heavily attended, <laughs> but it was uh, certainly a great experience to be there, and, and uh, we were invited to a video record, as well as, of course, audio that we'll be hearing, the, the services uh, by the host, Father Tom Schaefer, the pastor of St. John Church there in Pittsburgh. Also unique, it was also very historic, I believe, because it was the first time I've ever heard of this happening. The first service of this all-night vigil was a Roman Catholic Mass celebrated by Bishop David Zubik, the Roman Catholic bishop there of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but it was celebrated in a Byzantine Catholic church. So all of these services were all in the same church throughout the night, uh, starting with the Roman Catholic Mass with Bishop Zubik, and then it was finished. The last service was a Byzantine Catholic liturgy celebrated by the Archbishop of Pittsburgh, Archbishop William Skirla, the Metropolitan Archbishop uh, for the Byzantine Catholics. That's interesting, Jack, what you said about the Roman Catholic bishop, not just a priest, but a bishop, celebrating a Roman Catholic, you know, Latin Rite Mass in the Byzantine Church. Now, that, that's got to be historic. <laughs> I, I think so. I think it's the first time in history. Uh, you and I have both grew up in the Church Father, and it's the first time I've ever heard of it happening, and, and probably the first time you have, too. Yeah, it's interesting because I get around to a lot of churches because I do a lot of speaking and so on, and oftentimes... Uh, 
I consolidate at Latin Rite parishes, and sometimes we're asked to do a Byzantine liturgy in a Latin Rite parish. But seldom do I ever hear of a Latin Rite Mass being done in a Byzantine church, and particularly by a Latin Rite bishop. How did they do it? Because the orientation of the altar and so on is a little bit different as in Byzantine churches. Did they do it out front of the icon screen? Yes. Uh, in fact, at, at St. John Chrysostom, there in Pittsburgh, also fondly known as Rusko de Lena, the Russian Valley. There's a very large amvon, the uh, space in front of the icon screen before you step down into the to where the pews are, and so they set up another altar-sized table on the amvon so that the bishop could be facing the people during the Roman Mass, and there was still room for him to get around and incense, and it was you know the full right of the of the Roman Mass, uh, including a beautiful choir that they brought in to sing the responses and the hymns was the Duquesne University Choir who sang all the responses for the, for the Mass. Why don't we hear some of that sound so that people, the listeners, can get a sense that they too were there. <laughs> what would you like to hear first, Jack? Uh, well, let's, go, let's start with the Roman Catholic Mass. I think that was uh, the first on the agenda, so we'll kick it off with that. Again, this is the entrance hymn for the Roman Catholic Mass. The celebrant was Bishop David Zubik of the Diocese of Pittsburgh, and it was the entrance hymn was sung by the Duquesne University Choir. Listening to the end of this hymn sung by the Duquesne University Choir, Jack, what was the what was the next service that was up this evening? Well, it was uh, there was a penitential service with confessions right after the mass, but the next uh, major service was a Cyril Malabar Catholic Church liturgy that was uh, presided by the local priest there in Pittsburgh, Father Shibi Katikala Kut. I hope I got that right. A very very friendly man and. Uh, uh, they came in, uh, used the same altar turned around because half their service was facing the people. The other half was done at the Byzantine altar, and they brought recorded music of uh, the, the kinds of instruments that they use, and the entire liturgy was done in their native Indian language. <laughs> I'm Father Thomas Loya here with Jack Fiegel on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion and to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church. We need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright.
Glory to Jesus Christ. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loy, and I would like you to join me on the Orientale Lumen pilgrimage to Rome and Istanbul to celebrate the canonization of Popes John Paul II and John XXIII. In addition to celebrating the sainthood of two world-renowned popes, this trip will be a powerfully moving and truly unforgettable experience of the Church breathing with both lungs east and west. We will visit major religious and historical sites of the ancient Roman and Byzantine empires, and you will hear from people who actually knew these two saintly popes. I guarantee you will never see the Church the same way again and you will be making your personal contribution toward the cause in which these two popes were committed unity in the church between east and west join father lawyer tuesday through thursday october 21st through october 30th for this spiritual event of a lifetime the pilgrimage to rome and istanbul limited spaces reserve early by going to vikingtvl.com that's vikingtvl.com for all the details october 21st through the 30th sponsors orientale lumen foundation and viking travel you're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. You are listening to the Choirs of Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church under the direction of Timothy Woods in Homer Glen, Illinois. This is the music you hear on Light of the East and is sung during the sacred liturgy at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish. All we ask is a donation of $15 or more, which includes shipping and handling, to Annunciation Parish for each Theosis CD. Send a check made out to Annunciation Parish at 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. And may God grant you. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. On this Sunday, the Holy Fathers of the Seventh Ecumenical Council are bringing together of fathers from the church centuries ago to hash out the true teachings of the church. And this idea of ecumenism, and we're going to modify that a bit to kind of give it more of a fundamental or kind of a basic ecumenism 101 approach, meaning we're talking about being ecumenical within our own ranks, learning about each other within the Catholic faith, which, of course, is a big part of this program, the the message and mission of this program, Light of the East. And since we're talking about bringing people together who are basically of the same family, but maybe don't know each other that well, such as the two lungs of the church, I'd like to say hello to a few of the members of our Light of the East family. In particular, Jack, somebody that you and I got to know, John Lodge out of Monton, Pennsylvania. Yes, uh, John called earlier today with his nephew, and they placed an order for uh, a uh, recording of the Annunciation Choir CD, and the daily office, wanting to learn more about how to pray in the Eastern churches. Oh, wonderful. Well, John, hello to you if you're listening, and we're glad to have you as one of our listeners. And thanks for the order. Thanks for wanting to expand your knowledge of the Eastern churches. That's the whole point of this program, and the whole point of a lot of what you do, Jack, as well, right? That's showing the fruits of our labors here, huh? (laughs) That's what we're trying, and it's (laughs) always good to to hear from one of your listeners and to... uh, you know, hear from people that are looking to learn more. And we say hello to some of our longtime friends here at Light of the East, Sonia out there in Orinda, California, and of course, above all, Charles Cook, the man who got it all started for us here at Light of the East years ago, some over 500 programs ago. 
So we're talking about the ecumenical, and again, we put that in quotes, meaning sort of intramural ecumenical, (laughs) meaning within the Catholic Church itself, this event that took place at a parish. The parish is St. John Chrysostom, Byzantine Catholic Parish in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it's worth noting that what a little parish can do, that everybody can do something. And what this parish did was a very interesting idea. It was called Crossing the Universe, the Faces of Catholicism, the Catholic Church, One Faith, One Cross, Diverse in Rites and Traditions. And what they did was an all-night vigil, which they brought together a number of different rites of the Catholic Church, different expressions of the Catholic Church, such as the Latin Rite, the Cyril Malabar, the Byzantine Rite. And they had their various services inside a Byzantine Catholic Church. And the most notable one was the beginning service, which was a Latin Rite Mass celebrated by the Latin Rite Bishop of Pittsburgh, David Zubik, in a Byzantine church. Okay, Jack, so we are going through the lineup here. We had the Latin Rite Mass, and we have the Sil Malabar service. Now, what else have we got here? What else went on that evening? Well, that evening, shortly after the Sil Malabar service was completed, seminarians from the Ukrainian Catholic Church uh, here in Washington, with Father uh, John Chorovsky uh, leading, came and had Great Vespers and Litia, according to the Ukrainian Byzantine Rite. It was all in English. And uh, they had beautiful chanters that uh, sang uh, for that service. Then after that, uh, there was a, a short Panahita service later in the evening that was just done in, in English, according to the Byzantine Rite. And that was followed by Compline, or Night Prayer, uh, led by seminarians from the St. Cyril Methodius Seminary, who are Melkite, or one of the Arabic Catholic churches. So we had quite a few different services that evening. And then the last one before the midnight service, at 10 o'clock, there was Ramsho, the evening prayer of the Maronite Catholic Church by Father Rodolf Joachim. So there were uh, a number of short services, Vespers, Panahita, Compline, night prayer uh, through the evening on uh, Saturday night. I think another thing that's interesting about this effort is that, to me, I'm amazed as a pastor that has to organize things, and you too, you're a big organizer <laughs> on, a, on an international level, uh, that we got, that they got that much cooperation from all the churches for that evening. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful to see uh, the list when I saw it, and I said, wow, this is something. I, I need to be there when they invited me. And um, so it was, it was wonderful to see all these different groups coming through and, and having these different services according to their right. And also Father Tom Schaefer, as the host, did a marvelous job of preparing service booklets for every single service all through the night. Well, wow. uh, And so it was uh, really uh, great you know, to see all that put together. Father Tom did a marvelous job organizing it and uh, getting commitments from these folks. So what should we listen to now? Well, through the night, there were short little services with just a few folks. They had a Malevin to the Holy Cross, Akathist hymn to the Theotokos and Ever-Virgin Mary, according to the Byzantine Rite, and actually also in the middle of the night, they did a combination of a meditation with the Rosary, the Jesus Prayer, and the Trisagion Prayers, uh, Holy God, Holy Mighty, Holy and Immortal One. So those were all through the night. At 6.30 in the morning, the next audio clip we'll listen to, was a divine liturgy completely through except for the readings in Church Slavonic, of the Byzantine Rite. And that service was celebrated by Father Frank Firko, one of the local priests there in Pittsburgh, with uh, Kevin Barris, the cantor at St. John Chrysostom leading the responses. As we listen to the end of the Church Demonic clip that we have, 
The next service was Lodge, which is a morning prayer of the Roman Catholic Church, that Father Tom Schaefer, the local pastor, prayed for the group, uh, but in French. So again, not only showing uh, multi-ritual, but also multilingual parts of the Catholic Church. And that was followed by a great matins, or orthros, of the Byzantine Rite, which is also the same as Lod's morning prayer that was uh, celebrated there in the church by uh, Father Schaefer and uh, sung by the, uh, the cantor. After Orthros was completed, then the final conclusion, or apex, if you will, was a divine liturgy according to the Byzantine Rite that was celebrated by Archbishop William Skirla of Pittsburgh. The responses were mostly in four-part harmony, but using the Ruthenian melody chant style, and it was performed by the Ambrose Romanos Singers, led by J. Michael Thompson, their director. Uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful Byzantine liturgy, uh, where we heard choral music intermixed with a plain chant all at the same time, and, and the church was filled, and uh, everyone was able to sing along with the choir. And we have some examples of the propers, or the troparia of the day for the Feast of the Cross, and also the trisagion of the day, which was, We Bow to Your Cross, O Christ, uh, that is done especially on this particular feast day. So that's the, uh, the Byzantine liturgy that we have in English. very much that you were able to be here with us at Light of the East and present this really unique experience. And again, I want to emphasize that this was an idea that was hosted by just a local parish. But you know, it's a small thing, but it's a mighty thing as well. It could be a model for other parishes or for dioceses or for regions or for countries or whatever. Just bringing people together, and it's, it's a rather, rather simple event in its own way, but yet profound. And bringing them together in this way just to share their prayer through the night and all-night vigil on a particular day in which both lungs of the church, east and west, celebrated the Feast of the Exaltation of the Cross. So I would say, Jack, that this could be a, a model for, for other people. Absolutely. Uh, it was marvelous to see all the different uh, groups coming together, getting to meet each other, and in some cases for the first time, 
and seeing each other's uh, services, experiencing them, hearing the prayers, and hearing the commonality of prayers across all the different varieties of the Catholic Church. Uh, you know, the phrase unity and diversity certainly came to mind many, many times uh, through the night. And in fact, it was quite difficult staying up through the night, but uh, but we did it. And uh, we uh, recorded almost every uh, service that was uh, done that night. And uh, they'll be available eventually through our website uh, on OLTV. And since we're talking about bringing everyone together as family, we do want to also say hello to some special members of our family here at Light of the East, all those of you who are listening in prison. May God bless you. Our prayers are with you. And with all of our listeners, thank you, Jack, for being with us. Thank all of you for listening. I am Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Thank you for listening to and supporting Light of the East Coming soon, you'll be able to hear the latest programs from Light of the East and past podcasts on TaborLife.com. Now, we'll keep you posted on our progress. And once again, thank you for listening to Light of the East. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the Light of the East. To learn more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue Light of the East with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount will be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610 Willcook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God grant you many happy years. Oh.